22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Hello, wherever you are. Hopefully, you're doing okay, you're feeling good, and you're protecting yourself. Now, if that means a condom or a mask, is up to you. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 167. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who gently balances the tightrope between honest and asshole, MFG Mike the Finance Guy. This is Ripley, last survivor of the Nostromo, signing off. I have no idea Aww. where that's from. No idea. <laughs> no clue. Yes, <laughs> Come no on. Clue. Come on. No I one? Have, no have one? clue. That, alien? that would be aliens. <laughs> alien, the first one. Oh, it's the first one. <laughs> After she survives it. That's what she says at her last line. <laughs> what she thought would be her last line. Um, <laughs> and our totally other illustrious good. host is the man who balances the tightrope between Chili Chill and... Are you sure he doesn't smoke before the show? RT Square off the tech. So the other day, <sighs> too bad nobody saw you toke because it's not a yeah, visual. Podcast. I was like, <laughs> so the other day, as I was exploring the deepest depths of the ocean, a thought occurred to me: if your parachute malfunctions while skydiving, you have the rest of your life to fix it. Hmm. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, that just reminds me. I'm taking you skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> that's good i'm certified right. you are i'm sure you're, you're by, by many institutions right exactly <laughs> exactly yes harvard yale oxford all, I, right, I, all, all of right. those I, mental institutions i've even been knighted by the queen that's what they call right. it now when she and, hits him with the scepter <laughs> and if you heard a fourth voice you're not bugging out i'm not trying to do a bad impersonation that's our special guest and our special guest is not only one of my favorite resources when it comes to the 80s and today's topic in particular, he's also the man known as the intern. Now, he does have a name, and we'll be sure to use that. But also, don't ask him if he's ever listened to any one of our podcasts recently, because he really hasn't. So give it up for Joe, the intern. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and, and no, I don't got your laundry, I don't have your coffee. <laughs> I'm glad they I, cheered for that. That's fine, intern. You right. know their name at this point. <laughs> What's Joey's name? Um, we don't have a last name. I gave up with that. Right. His name All is right. unpaid. So once again, if I have certain guests on the show, and when Mike and Ralph say we need to bring a guest in on the show, it's usually to talk about something in their wheelhouse. And like I said in the intro, Joey has a... A specific set of skills, I guess. So today we're going to be talking oh, about the next... crazed infatuation. No, no, no. That's the next show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's Meanwhile 22 After Dark. But what we're doing for today's Ooh. show <laughs> is a, the Netflix series that some might say is more than meets the eye. We're going to be discussing Transformers War for Cybertron Siege. Cheese is a long name. But first, MFG, the quick news. Not only is one synonymous with the other, one helped build the other up. Now, is it that Mike created the quick news, or is it that the quick news created Mike and gave him the notoriety he deserved? Eh, well, we'll never know. But what we do know is that Mike and the quick news will wait for no one, and not even this drawn-ass fucking- Shut movie. up! Exactly. <laughs> so here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Where's the, the button for that? <laughs> the quick news, goddammit. And now, 
the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. Ah, finally. Anyway, <laughs> Titans announces some comic book royalty for season three. After his departure from the team in season two, reckless and dangerous Jason Todd will return as Red Hood. While the team is in Gotham with Starfire's sister Blackfire, the Scarecrow commences a reign of fear. But help might be close at hand with Commissioner Barbara Gordon possibly providing assistance in her Oracle persona. Now, due to the coronavirus shutdown, Titan Season 3 production is delayed without an exact return date. Mm. I mean, I kind of had a feeling that was happening with Titans because we usually get announcements by now about right. October. Yeah. So, But I'm excited for it. That sounds really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm no, excited for that. All right, yeah. what else we got here? Well, get ready for 2021 because Warner Brothers has some DC animated films waiting for you. The first half of the year will be uh, bringing us Batman, Soul of the Dragon, which is set in 1970s. Uh, the next film stars uh, DC Comics' original superhero team in Justice Society World War II. And for the second half of 2021, Batman, The Long Halloween, will be adapted and released in two parts a few months apart. Oh, I love The Long Halloween. I, yeah, I, I love the book a lot. <laughs> oh, the same, oh, the same way you like The Killing Joke, huh? A lot as a book. If you're a first-time I, listener, you can hear Mike's expectation of how good the film will be. Not I'm just putting, I'm just putting out a warning to them of how good the film better be. <laughs> yeah, they they right. their their adaptations are very hit or miss. I mean, they're not usually horrible, but they're also like you know what? just make an original movie. <laughs> you know, or don't or if you're gonna adapt from the um, from the book. Let's not make sure we have some, I don't know, some 18, 19-year-old girl fucking a 40-year-old Batman. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that might help, too. It was just, good just for say. him, but it wasn't good for us. It wasn't even good for him, remember? <laughs> <laughs> he was all agonized. Oh, uh, yeah, I gotta, gotta go fight crime somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> what about Superman oh, Man of Tomorrow? Um, well, that's coming out this year, isn't it? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yes, it is. So Wait. now that that's what there's what about that, and that's not part of my quick news. So go find out yourself. You ever heard of Google? Mike is already <laughs> in 2021. He's Google. forgotten about 2020 already. Well, 2020 is a, a dub. So yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Google. Yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. That's Mike. it. All right. Last but not least. Last but not least. Sugar and spice and news that made me look twice. Little girls everywhere with two large eyes that cover 66% of their faces will finally receive some long-awaited role models. A live-action Powerpuff Girls series is in development at the CW. Now, for those that have been living under a, an unforgiving rock for the last 20-plus years, the Powerpuff Girls cartoon was created in 1998 by Craig McCracken and debuted on the Cartoon Network, where it was produced by Hanna-Barbera Productions. The series centered around three superpowered kindergarten-aged girls, Bubbles Blossom and Buttercup, who live in the fictional suburban town of Townsville with their father, Professor Utonium, who created them by accidentally adding chemical X to sugar, spice, and everything nice. Now, the accident created three super strong and super powered little girls. Nothing more has been revealed about the series except that it will be produced by Berlanti Productions. Uh, Berlanti? Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. So they're going to be teenagers. Like... Possibly. I don't know. I, I, I'm curious how they're going to do this. You know, I mean, it's I don't think they're going to go for the big eye thing. You know, a lot of it's going to be a little, a little bit darker, just a little bit, but it'll be more modern. And um, they all catch syphilis. 
Whoa! <laughs> Damn. Whoa. Not that much. Not that much. Too early to I didn't get that dark. <laughs> sorry, I, I, I thought of Riverdale. Sorry. Excuse I, me. Oh fuck! I, love I did that hear, <laughs> I did hear that um, they're reaching out to Mike to to play him. <laughs> oh, him! Oh my yeah, god! Him, yeah. <laughs> it took me a while to make him. <laughs> well, I'm... I'd rather be Mojo Jojo. I love Mojo Jojo. I know you would. I know you would. <laughs> But that's interesting. Wait, so that's all your quickness? Yep. Pieces, all that's right. all you get. Um, all right, all right. Ralphie boy, do you have any quickness? I'm surprised Mike didn't mention anything about the DC fandom and all the the, the releases that they did with the trailers. Didn't watch, didn't care. Wow, I disagree. I saw I saw everything there. Here's one thing I'll say before Ralph mentioned anything. Ivan, um, a.k.a. Mr. Cooper, said if we do a special on fandom, he or fandom, he wants to be part of it. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. Well, isn't that kind you of reject over and done now? When the podcast off. Well, we talk about reactions, like now that we, you know what we've seen, because all that stuff is still pretty fresh. Just saying. All, all, all I gotta say is the Batman trailer. Hmm. I, it it shows it shows the lack of muscle tone that that he promised us. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I'm not gonna work out for this. <laughs> Listen, and it, and, it, and it shows. Just I'm okay <laughs> with it because they're, they're they're focusing on him being a detective, not being kick-ass. I like that, and he still fights. He's just not, he's, he's not the, the, the super ninja muscle. Batman. I don't need, Jack, I don't need Batman to be jacked up. I, I, it's, I mean, you know, you expect a certain amount of muscle to make it believable that he's able to take down, um, you know, bad guys. But I don't need him to be like, Schwarzenegger is Batman. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not asking for Slater, but give me Zach. <laughs> don't give me Screech. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you made a save by yeah. the bell reference. Yeah, yes. 80s. Thank you. 90s, really. But. You should be glad that they're not giving you Screech because if you did, then he'd be you'd be uh, getting cut right now. Oh, oh major. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, all right. And making corn, wonderful. And Thank there you. we go. <laughs> Ralph self-serving fucking drum roll. So, Ralph, was that, was that your quick news? The fact that you're surprised that Mike didn't go for fandom? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, I think at some point later on we definitely should cover that, but right now obviously we won't do that. Joe, you got any quick news? Nope. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's, not, it's okay. Anticlimactic. That's okay. You've been, you've been on the show in thirty. It's a shows, podcast. So. It's not a video thing. So yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep up my my level of effort, which is nothing. <laughs> hey. Consistency. <laughs> we need consistency. In this pandemic, it's it's hard. It's very difficult. I get it. All right. So now that we're done with all the pleasantries, let's go right into the main course of the show. Today, we're going to be talking about Transformers War for Cybertron Siege. And with a synopsis is a guy who probably didn't watch Transformers when it first came out on Cartoon, well, on Channel 11 or whatever channel, like me and Joey did, MFG Mike the Finance Guy. No, right I did not. I, I've seen so few Transformer cartoon episodes and... I really don't know the Transformers that well. Like, I've read a couple of comics maybe in my lifetime. I've seen more than a handful of cartoons maybe. And then I've seen three out of the, what, five movies? Yeah. Anyway. I figured as much. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. Go ahead. We'll get to all that. All righty. Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy Chapter 1 is an animated series from Hasbro and Netflix. The six-part chapter was released on the streaming provider on July 30th. The Transformers story is unrelated to the video game of the same name, and it is also not part of Michael Bay movies. Uh, Transformer War for Cybertron Trilogy was directed by Kazuma Shimuzu and Koji from a story by F.J. DeSanto and George Christick. 
Uh, the Transformers were created by toy companies Hasbro and Takara Tomy in 1984. Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy Chapter 1 has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of unbelievably 100% with an audience score of 86%. What? Yeah, but they only Holy have like four, they only have 14 people that reviewed it. Um, an audience score oh, of 86%. Are those, are those Rotten Tomatoes in the refrigerator? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with that one. Uh, but also Metacrit Metacritic did not review. Which was okay. actually surprising, oh, considering that it was a series. Um, alrighty, let's get a little synopsis here. With no Earth to save and no little squishy humans to splat under 80-ton feet, the sentient autonomous robots are free to stand around and talk. A lot. Mean old Megatron and his Decepticons are in a no-holds-bar war against holier-than-thou Optimus Prime and his Autobot companions. The former slaves of Cybertron have brutally beaten the Autobots and seek to complete their win by using the AllSpark in a most diabolical manner by enslaving dissenters. The Autobots, in turn, will risk destroying their homeworld to prevent their rivals from obtaining its power. Very often, the story attempts to be a parable of today's politics, civil unrest, and racial divides, but because the pros and cons of those ideological battles are peppered unevenly between the factions, simply rooting for the good guys leaves an unpleasant taste in your mouth. The war between the Decepticons and Autobots might seem black and white. However, if you watch closely, it's more than meets the eye, and that's not necessarily a good thing. All right, this is starring the voice talents of Jake Fushi as Optimus Prime, Jason Marnoka as, uh, excuse me, yes, as Megatron, Joe Zija as Bumblebee, Edward Bosco as Ultra Magnus and Soundwave, Bill Rogers as Wheeljack, Lindsay Russo as Elita One, Keith Silverstein as Jetfire, uh, we got Frank Todaro as Starscream, Brooke Chalmers as Impactor, Sean Hawkins as Mirage, and Aaron Beach as Prowl. All right, before I say anything first, Mike, thanks for the Thanks for the synopsis. I was very surprised. Peter Cullen, it sounded a lot like Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime. That's why you said the other name, and I'm like, what? Oh, I got, I got, go ahead, I got go ahead, and ask me how old, about ask me how old J Jake Fushi is. How old is Jake Fushi? Nineteen. That's a nineteen-year-old voice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to start replacing people now. It's called yeah. Auto Tune. But... No, he actually. No, that's, his, that's that's his voice when he drops it. It's it's really weird. Wow, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta watch uh, footage gotta, of that. that so, yeah. let's get into it. Transformers War for Cybertron Siege. But before we even go into our review, let's press that button that we, that we spent so much money for. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Couldn't even watch this show, but you know what? That... Spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush Productions, audio in disguise. Stush. Okay. Even Joey got into that one. Okay. So just just to give a little background, Joey and I go way back. I mean, I've known Mike and Ralph a long time. I've known Joey since the early '80s. So one thing I know is that this is. One thing that Joey loves and breathes, Transformers. Knows it inside and out. That's why when Mike said that, I know that Mike knows a lot about geek culture. And I know Ralph does, but this is like right in between Mike and Ralph. Like Ralph was too young when the original G1 series was out. And Mike was already at a certain age where he probably didn't watch it. So I'm, I'm glad we I was not born yet. Right. I, yeah. right. I was not born yet. Yeah, you, you were born, born way before. You were born <laughs> way before. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Transformers, War, Cybertron, blah, 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 long fucking title. Um, 
Let me ask you this. Um, before we start going into, you know, the plot and everything. From the first episode, did you feel the tone was different than from either Michael Bay? See, Joe, you've got a lot of Transformer experience. I know, Mike, you said you watched a couple cartoons here and there, but Michael Bay, you've seen. Ralph, I don't know how much of Transformers you've seen. Is this tone of this show different than the other things you've seen? And does it work for it? Does it work well, you know, for it? I found that the tone was very slow. I fought myself with myself to try to stay awake a lot. Thank it you. Was, <laughs> it was yeah. very different from uh, from from the movies. Even even like the original. Like I've seen clips and episodes of the original uh, '84 cartoon that had more with its bad animation, more like um hey. than this did. You know, like okay. I, I had to I had to distract myself in order to pay attention. If that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I, okay. Transform- I, I, Transformers I, I, is an adverb. It means to actually do something. <laughs> all they did was talk. They didn't even transform. I'm sorry. What was, what, was, what was in my what was in my synopsis again? They talk and stand a lot. <laughs> you know, I was shocked. I mean, like I hit um, the rewind so many times on the Netflix um, first two episodes because I literally kept nodding off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was so bored out of my mind um, by episode four ish. It's when they finally got a little bit more action and at least started to piece together a little bit more. But again, that's only six episodes. I'm in the middle of the fourth yes. one by the time it gets interesting. Just right. to give you an idea. So, and so only Joey, 30 I'm minutes ha- a piece. I, I'm happy that, um, again, I'm not going to do a slam down on this, but I'm happy at least that you kind of had that thought because I'm like, I'm going to just depress him then if he's that big of a fan of the Transformers. <laughs> no, no I, I, I love the Transformers. And I, to me, I get excited for any iteration. Because it's been such a long time since I've seen one that, honest, the last one was the first Michael Bay. And even that was still weird because they were like all these, these like, like Optimus Prime had a mouse. Right. And <laughs> yeah. then explosion, explosion, explosion. Come well, on, how did you man. feel about this here, though? He has a mouth, like, except for Wheeljack, everyone has a mouth in this one and it moves. Like, it mouth looks yeah, more but... like the G1 cartoon. Right, okay. Even right. as a kid, I sat there, I was like, but they're metal. Why is it moving so fluidly? But you gotta. And right. That's my okay. first instance of learning to, you know, let escape the real. Don't don't rationalize a card. Right. Okay. You know? right. right. Optimus Prime has a mouth. He just keeps his mouth card up all the time. Yeah. It's, but yeah, yeah, in the G one cartoon, they never showed that. Yeah. The only time they introduced that was the movie. Yeah. So you know, well, it's like in, okay. There's also like a few other different animated series of, of Transformers. Well, like Beastmasters and Beast Machines don't go fucking count. No, no, no. Oh, there's no, there's yeah. newer stuff. There's newer stuff too. That's also on Netflix. Yeah, the 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 yeah. Then they have like Prime a, they, Wars they or something like that, or Prime something. Yeah, they yeah. they, they yeah. thinned them out. They had new humans. It was. Yeah. Well, yeah. the reason why I brought up Tone right away is because I was very surprised for an. I get what they were trying to do. Like Mike said, it might have been like an. I mean, like, I guess an allegory or like a parable. Uh, 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 a social commentary piece or you know like you're trying to make it deeper than what it is but i felt between the action being slow and the actual animation at times being like "Mm, not sure if this is really fluid between that and then just the tone of how they even spoke to each other there was nobody who was like super cheery now let's get into the characters because you talk about the autobots and usually the autobots are they're different they're all different personalities but they're hopeful to a degree Obviously, Optimus Prime being John Wayne of the group. But when you make Bumblebee into a fucking skeptical prick, <laughs> that's when I knew, oh, yeah. 
He was because Bumblebee in every iteration has always been the younger, the younger version of the Transformers, the one who's always going to try to get the job done. In the mm -hmm. Michael Bay series, he was he was the warrior who didn't speak, but he was always good with the humans. In this, he was like, "Why well, do I want to help you guys?" It's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, Bumblebee, what the <laughs> fuck?" Well, well one, one, one of our previous podcasts. Remember one of our previous podcasts. I, I can't even remember which one because it's it's now the it's now the standard is like I said. I'm getting really tired of the exceedingly reluctant hero. We're not talking about just the slightly reluctant hero. They're always like, I refuse to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to help you. It's like, well then, you know, let's just find someone else that will help us <laughs> at some point. You know, right. <laughs> at least more readily. <laughs> you know, been tall. Or at least, that, this or at least there was one. If there was one that was all about the cause and a positive person, then I would be okay with some of the changes. But when everybody's playing a similar same note, it's like, okay. Right. And well, mind well, you, well, I was like, they're, trying to, they're trying to portray, like, the, they, they already, even though I've seen a lot of complaints online saying, okay, they called this uh, war for Cybertron, where's the war? This right. is after they fought for years mm -hmm. and they, they started right. to I was just about to down. say, they're, they're weary and I get that. But see, the problem with this one is I even had to double check. I'm like, I thought like, okay, well maybe there's been other series and this is just like maybe several years later, but now someone just made another series. It's like, no, this is unrelated to anything. So what we have here is what we're given. And we understand right. there's been a war going on, but we don't know mm -hmm. exactly the purposes of the war. We, we, we get hints at it, but like, in other words, like when, when in episode one, all you're hearing is like, well, you should accept my manifesto. Well, why don't you tell me what the manifesto is so that as the audience, I can know whether how bad you are. Because what they relied on is if you don't know very much, at least you know Decepticons are bad, Autobots are good. That's what they relied mm -hmm. on. And it's like, I need more for this story because the right. reason that they make sense to be bad or good in the normal stories, and I know that there's tons of others, but like, let's leave it on Earth, is because... The Decepticons come to Earth. I don't care why they come to Earth, but they start killing, destroying, and da-da-da-da, and the Autobots are trying to defend the humans. Right away, I don't care what your ideologies are. As a human, I'm going to be on your side because you're helping me, you know? But here now you're on right. their home world. I need to know what your war exactly was about to make the decisions because as we'll and get to later, there's so much that's wrong in what they're trying to tell us and who to root for that it's a very weird story. But anyhow, you're about to say that, Joey? I, I would, they, they, it took, again, it took four episodes. They wasted so much time talking and making monologues and explaining everything that you could see, which I was just like, oh, good Lord. Really? Yeah. Kids are not, people are not that stupid, but yeah. But they, they got into why their war. And I, I kind of liked the way, because when we were kids, we, it was the old good, bad. Right. These guys want to conquer. These guys want to, want to, want to save. That's it. That was their war. This made it a little more complicated because maybe at one point I was actually feeling how Megatron, why he was fighting. Because his right. whole point of fighting, which I'm going to bring into one of my likes when we get into the likes and don't likes, is that they brought into showing that there was a caste system. How right. you were made. If you were made into a screwdriver, you're going to screw for the rest of your right. life. Well, they would call it, I think for them, it's, it's functionism, I think they call it. Uh, yeah, but it's like it's a caste system. So if right. you were born into being a slave, you're always going to be a slave. Right, but that's what I want to bring up, and, and we'll get to that because I want to address yeah. why the story, it, even in itself, it flip flops, and the story, it, it thinks it's presenting two sides and letting you choose, but it's not because the Autobots are still our heroes. 
Like in other words, and they're right. definitely portrayed to be our heroes, and that's the problem. But we'll get into that. Like I said, like and you know, Joey, we'll talk more about that yeah. well, just well, a little bit later on. Little later on. Uh, but I did yeah. want to mention because um, usually you start off with like, "What do we like about it?" Kind of a thing. I did. I like the drawings of the characters, the main characters themselves. I okay. don't like the, the way it animated because you know there's not a lot of flow to it. I did like the drawings. I like the way you can see the scratches in there, uh, metal and stuff like mm -hmm. that. The way they drew it. Um, I hated the fact though that. Everything like they almost blended into their entire background. So like, and the background was kind of shapeless. So it felt very lazy. And it also, I think that's what kept putting me to sleep. It was like, there was no, no visual simulation between the foreground and the background. <laughs> it was kind of like, yeah. oh, part of my TV is talking to me right now. And the other part isn't, <laughs> you know, it was that kind of a feeling. Um, but I did like at least the drawings, like, like on paper, which is exactly what they look like moving, <laughs> the, the drawings were really nice. I just think that they could have, they needed to pop from the background and then the background needed to be interesting, you know? Yeah. Right. And I'm surprised the, the, the sound effects didn't bother you. Because I mean, yeah. I understand they're robots and I understand their mechanism. I don't need to hear their nose going, ee, 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 every, yeah. like, <laughs> we get it. That was annoying. Even I was just sitting there. Listen, if you ever watch it again, do you know how you tell somebody notice this? Notice yeah. the sounds of the mechanisms. It goes throughout the whole six episodes, and I'm like, "All right, they're robots. We know." Ugh. No, I know what you. I don't know. It didn't bother me that much. It oddly did not bother me as much as um. I it, that I'm amazed that it shouldn't have. Um, I didn't like uh a lot of the characters. Though. I mean, again, because they were very. They were pretty much the same character for the most part, except for Alita One, right. who evidently had her 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 nag protocol was <laughs> was her nag Fuck. protocol was at nine hundred percent. I'm just like, would someone turn her off, please? <laughs> oh my God, I'll say that I'll say this, and, and, um, and I want to ask Ralph also what um, how do they feel. One of my likes is the fact that they honor G One a lot, and I'm gonna ask Joe this question later. You know, you know, does is only fan service or can somebody new watch this? One thing I liked is that this followed a part of G one that they didn't explain when you first when they first did Transformers. They did the first ten minutes of the first episode on Cybertron, and then going to going to um, Earth. They gave you they fleshed out a lot of things and also some of the relationships. Like okay, they kept a lot of the same, you know, um, some of the same players around. Like you had Prime, you had Ratchet, you had Ironhide. You had Real Jack, you had Bumblebee to a degree, you know. So I like, I definitely like that they kept that pretty similar, but the tone just felt heavy, and it just felt, you know, the 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 story moved slow, they they moved slow, kind of what Mike said about the whole blend, blending in. It it felt like something that I, I when I watch it, if you pause it, you're like that looks great. Then you press play, you're like it's boring as fuck. Ralph, what did you like about it? What do you like? Huh. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. Wow, he stumped on a light. That much. Hold on. That much. Hold on. I went for the ray of sunshine. He's fucking throwing me off. He liked when Netflix suggested another show. <laughs> I did. I did. I did like that. He, he liked every time Netflix put up the episode and the number increased and got closer to six. <laughs> well, I was glad. I, I did like that it was only 30 minutes long each episode. Thank God. Quicker, uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. I. I have you ever seen um, Transformers Cyberverse? It was on Cartoon Network. No. Oh, that was the the, the, the Japan the, the Japan animation one, right? Like it was more Japanese influenced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, was, I heard about it, was, it. it started twenty eighteen, and I think it's uh, finished now this year. 
the uh, that one actually does a pretty good job giving you backstory on like what happened with Cybertron, what was the war about. You actually see scenes before the war, and you actually see the part of where uh, uh, Megatron takes away Bumblebee's voice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is only from the movie, not from the cartoon. Because the cartoon yeah. Bumblebee always had a voice. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, let me ask... Oh, sorry, yeah. go ahead, Mike. No, no, I was about to say, like, when we were talking about the movie, I'm like, why is it that they kept running really slowly everywhere? I'm like, don't you guys all turn in the cars? Yep. Like the Autobots. That was one of my <laughs> they, they kept that running places, and I'm like, dislike. I'm like, don't you it turn was, into cars? And then they turned into cars later, and I'm like, I thought you yeah, did. It was four episodes before <laughs> yeah. they actually started co- conveniently transforming. I'm like, your airplanes and cars, you're called Transformers. Why the fuck are you running places? <laughs> my my question like is, like, it's like you ain't got no cab money. These these are these are highly like more advanced. Uh, you know, mechanisms. Clearly, they have flight technology. Why don't even like the 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 ones who are cars have like you know? Why aren't they hover cars? Why do they have wheels? Well, I think they're they're, that, they're, that they're was... created this way though. Like, I mean, again, without like trying to reach outside of the premise of this story, right? You you just even from the the story there, you just you get that they're we don't know like who, why, and, and what I mean is I'm sure you guys like um, the Cap and Joey might know for different stories i'm saying but for our story we don't know who creates them right. or how but they are created the way they are now why they don't decide to change a lot of their creation i'm assuming is also within their own um programming i'm assuming not to not to want to add wings i don't you know i'm, I'm assuming it's, you know because otherwise it doesn't really make sense thing. you know that is another thing that's even bothered me as a child the whole premise of them becoming vehicles when they landed on earth they scanned Right. Earthbound vehicles, right? Just like, it, like Michael Bay did the but movie. It, what always, yeah, what it right. always bothered me was that Optimus always looked like a semi, right? But well, he like, always looked like a bug, and this right. is before they even seen any. And well, well I mean, well, even is, on Cybertron and this one, he's opposite Prime turns like in, a, he turns into the front end cap of a semi, and I'm like, you have semis on Cybertron? <laughs> like, 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 like does, does the Jeep company know this? <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that Michael Bay made it realistic is that they all came down like a like the all like like the, a, a like a blank slate robot, right. and they're like, "Oh look, a, a, a Camaro! Boom! Now I'm yellow. Yeah. Boom! I see a truck. Now I got fire." You know, and as <laughs> oh, even as a child, they Optimus always looked like the Optimus when they used to do flashbacks. And right. I was like, "But he? How is he a semi?" You it's know, my flashback. If you, have... it's my flashback. If you think I look like a semi in my flashback, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> I never said I look like a. I never said I look like a semi in my flashback. (laughs) Here's one thing. Here's one thing. Speaking about transformations, that's kind of um, what I'm glad they did. I'm glad they finally moved away from Megatron being the gun, because that should never make fucking sense. So I'm glad I just turned into a big gun. I've got to be held by. (laughs) Hold me, hold me. I'm the big bad guy. Please hold me, somebody. He's technically is still a gun, right? Because he's a tank. Yeah, but he's a a tank. But he's not held by. He's a a tank that can stand alone. He don't need. He like star scream the whole. Because if I was the leader, I wait till he transferred to a gun and go crack. (laughs) Yeah. Or or just it's like he's just transferred into the gun. No one pick him up. Oh, now he's just useless. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's interesting. We talk about Megatron in, in transformation to a tank. What about him as a Decepticon leader and villain? Do you feel like this? version of megatron was he interesting or did he fall flat i um 
Okay. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, I was about to say, I, I oh. think he was interesting at times as a villain. I feel very often, and, and it's getting towards where I want to talk about the story and why it bothered me so much, is that it, it felt like he was forced into his more villainous decisions, if you know what I'm saying. Like, in other words, because think about it, like, again, off of our story, not previous lines of whatever, what right. exactly was his motivation besides rebelling? Like, what was his motivation for rebelling besides the fact that they were more slaves? So we don't know. <laughs> you know? But, but, but we know that by the end of season, I mean, by episode two, it's that they're like, oh, we can find the AllSpark, and then I can force a tra um, to transform their brains to think like us. So it wasn't like mind control was his beginning and ultimate end. Like, he wasn't this big villain that only wanted mind control. That was something that when they realized they could do it, he decided to latch on to. So my question was, well, then what was your plan before then? Like, in other words, it's like I made you more evil by going, ah, look, he wants to impose his will on yours. I'm like, yeah, but what was his plan beforehand? Because it seemed like he was just fighting for the down and out people that they were. You're just making him more of a villain now as opposed to him having they actually been that villain. But do you think that kind of makes him like the way they made Zod in the Zack Snyder film? You know, where, where Zod was outright bad in the, um, in the original Superman movie, but like Zod, you know, he was bad, but you could see his, you could see where he was you, coming from. And you can you kind of decide with Zod. Yeah, right. I, I think with Megatron, they, they developed him into, he had a purpose, which differed from Optimus's side. He's like, you know, fine, you're all fine with how things are because you're the elite and we're the slaves. Of course you're fine with what's going on. So he started out with a with a cause you could possibly get. Like, you could be an, an Autobot or a Decepticon. But as he went on, as he started listening to Shockwave, who seemed like the, the Mengele of, of the Decepticon, <laughs> every, time, every time he started going like, you know, I need to get this my point across. And Soundwave will, I have a plan. <laughs> and he would institute some fucked up plan. And as you saw the development of his character, he started going at all costs, going right. to the point of torturing Ultra Magnus, sending the virus that could possibly and, destroy right, the planet. But right. fuck it. And that's and that's what I'm saying about like it's because this war has been going on for years and we have no idea of what it's. In other words, we, we see that the Autobots are almost defeated or almost decimated. But did they play nice nice? We don't know. Like, in other words, we, we, we've been given that like we've just been told he's our villain. And like I said, and like you were saying that like with Shockwave seeming like more of a like a Mangala type character, but that's also um, egging him on. It's like, so was Megatron always that bad? Like I said, because all the stuff that he's doing is very recent. In fact, it's shocking everyone that he's doing it. So this isn't like mm -hmm. he's been doing all of this shocking mm -hmm. stuff. He's just recently no, started think, the shocking think, stuff, you know? I think Megatron is just, you know how you're like, it, it's like, you could be on the winning side and somebody gives you that, oh, you know, here's some steroids or here's right. this, here's this edge. And right. he just said, that's where he differs from Optimus, where Optimus wouldn't go to that extent uh, Megatron would to get hit, to get his end game. And, right, and it, it, yeah. the, the only end game, the only thing that's confusing is that you get confused with his end game. Is he trying to make a better Cybertron or is he just trying to find the Autobots and get get back at him? That's where well, it's like. Well, yeah, but that, okay. that's, what that, well, that's what I'm trying to say, though, is that, again, until we start this episode, the war has been going on for years, years. He evidently wasn't this dramatic until this, this six episode episode. So what I'm trying, that's my whole point is that how bad was his bad before that? 
because the things he's doing now is actually shocking everybody. So like he may have been not on their agreeing side, but was he always this bad of a character? We don't know because it doesn't seem like he was. It seems like he was like, I'm a leader of this group trying to beat you, but I wasn't extreme until recently. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it feels like in order to make the, the, the show a little bit more black and white, a little bit more palatable to, to viewers, that they keep increasing his evilness because you know he's supposed to be evil as opposed to it didn't feel organic. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what I was trying to say. And that, that wants to lead me into what I said is, and what I've even said in the uh, synopsis is that the more you watch this battle, it, it's, it's not what, all that meets the eye because like Joey was just saying, you have Optimus who was part of like the, the elite. So they were living the good life. I mean, like they were pretty much, you know, just doing whatever they're kind of built to do, but they were getting all the energy and all this stuff and just having a great old time. Whereas the Decepticons were all kinds of machines that evidently dug, built, and they, and they fought in gladiatorial pits. Um, so when they rose up and rebelled and you hear Optimus throw at him several times, over the, the course of the thing. In fact, everyone kept throwing back at the Decepticons. They're like, you started this war. And they're like, and, and I'm like, you're the quote unquote good guys. And you're saying basically you should have been happy being slaves. And yeah. that's a really disturbing view from a show that is not presenting two sides equally. Like I said, it's not like, hey, pick your own adventure. Here's just two arguments. Let's see who you think it is, and I'm not going to tilt this story. The story's very tilted. Yeah. It's the you're supposed to love the Autobots because they are the good guys, and it's like, but the good guys are saying you should have been happy being slaves, and this just feels very like like tilted, you know, white supremacist like viewpoint. You know, wow. I'll say this though. I mean, now that you say that, Mike, I, I think maybe their motivation for this story. You know, was different. That's why they made all the Autobots one level because they made them so that they're they have a little bit of dirt on their like uh, I guess dirt, dirt on their uh, what do they call red red on their what's what the thing that that, that um that's red on their which, thank you red, red on their no there's a there's a thing they use in Marvel all the time red red on my ledger oh red on like my that. ledger yes yeah yes. so it's the idea a, that you know like the, the mean that they black that they're wood. not as like well, maybe that's why they they, they chose that have all the characters of the Autobots that way because they well, not anybody's innocent in this war. Right, and, 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 again, and, at, and at times, though, they do work that, but then it's, it's every time, it's kind of like the Black Panther thing, how no one, in, like, for the movies and stuff, wants to touch, hey, how come you didn't help everybody out when the slaves are being taken? Like, it's kind of like, um, yum, 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 we're busy. <laughs> like, it's kind of like, that's Please. what they're doing. Like, whenever, whenever, they, whenever Megatron throws up, like, whenever it's put, like, well, you started this war, he's like, he's kind of like, yes, I had a reason to start this war. And then it's this like war. the subject matter is like, well, you're bad. <laughs> and it's like, oh, so you don't <laughs> want to address why. Like, like no, think about it. Optimus and, uh, and the Autobots never address why this war started. They know why it started. They don't address it. It's, it's, it's no different than like, like, you know, if you want to take it into our world. And that's what I'm saying. They're trying to make parables of it. it like, it's, like, it's like meeting a black and white argument uh, and race in our world. And if this was especially farther ago when they were actually still slaves and a, a white person going like, hey, you're rebelling. And the guy's like, yeah, because I've been treated badly as a slave. And then the other white person was like, well, you know, the world's not that bad. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, like you're, you're not, you're not. <laughs> you know this, why? I'm not he's pissed because yeah. they didn't have an uncomfortable pause. You didn't see Optimus go. 
well, you know, just because we're elite mean, you know, um, well, that's, 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 my, my God. But, but that's my thing. Like, think about it. He never, <laughs> no, he never addresses his side. He also never apologizes for his side. He never addresses Megatron's uh, feeling, Megatron's feelings, nor apologizes for the other side. That's why I'm like, it's like he's avoiding the issue of the battle, you know. But if, but if you notice, uh, that's another thing I wanted to bring up, guys. Did you notice how the re the rest of the Autobots treat Prime? It's well, they, very different they, than you. They, they, well, they started out treating him really nicely, <laughs> and that I mean, well, they never really treat him badly. It's Alita that's got like the problem with him. <laughs> no, but, but even like well, I mean, but that's his woman, but, so you yeah. can figure that's why she gets right, that extra. Right. She yeah, gets, that's why she... He he puts a spark plug in her hole, and you know what I'm saying. Ah, <laughs> uh, but so a she... <laughs> But but if you look at the way the the way the Autobots talk about him, Prowl, you know, doesn't really say much, but Ratchet shits on Prime. And, and just other people just kind of like leery. I'm like, wow. Separated. Remember, he wasn't with them. He's separated from them. No, no, of course. Still, you know, yeah. But still, he's still, he's still, he's still an Autobot. You know, he's, I've never seen this much dissension in Prime's ranks in a very. I don't think ever. Yeah. I don't think ever have I seen yeah, that. Yeah. Because usually but, Prime's the leader, and you listen to what Prime said. And he was always truth, justice, American way. He was GI right. Joe. You know. But, all, but, 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 but going to to Mike's point, it's the, it, this is their way of showing that, damn, maybe Prime's you know, way of thinking isn't the greatest either. Right. You know, I right. mean, they didn't show it and didn't have them like, and they also the don't, over. right. And they, and they don't, like, again, no one ever debates it. Like, like no one talks about why the war is happening. They just keep telling you the war is happening and it's bad. I'm like, this war is going on for a reason. And I'm not saying that all the stuff that either side has done is correct, but you're, you're as a show, you're trying to present this, like I said, this philosophical argument, but you won't bring up the argument. It's like, it's like someone going like, and you know why I'm mad at you? Yes, but, and it's like, and we're sitting there as the audience going, why? <laughs> you know, like, it would help us to know why, like, you know, um, and that was, that's a, that's a big problem I have. But also, you know, he's got this leader matrix that's, um, you know, it doesn't make him perfect, oh, but like, okay. he's ever to lead, but he, he doesn't listen to any of his people. I'm like, well, you're a shitty leader right off the bat. He doesn't listen to anybody. But then also, again, our hero side, and now this is very much of today's politics, um, it's when... Uh, they're talking uh, when uh, Megatron and Optimus are talking and it's tell me this does not sound like two parties that we know very well are going into a race very soon Megatron I won't let you destroy Cybertron Optimus and I won't let you enslave it so it's like okay you're Optimus you are willing to possibly destroy the entire planet for your point of view I'm not saying like just give. I mean, you could have hidden the all spark or whatever again or whatever. But it's like you're not like saying like, "Hey, I'm going to hide it" or "I'm going to." I guess you can't disable it, but it's like uh, I'm pretty much willing to take a chance that I'm so right. I'm going to kill everybody on this planet versus just your side right. of the story. And again, I'm not saying enslavement right. of, of a free thought is right, but it's like you're our hero. I'm really very confused about this, and and oddly enough. Both of those quotes were just used in a certain Republican National Convention just on Monday about how the other right. side wants to destroy us and wants to enslave us. <laughs> you know, it's that that I is mean, very, very comparable to today, you know. But I blame, you know, I blame, it looks like, do you know what it looks like? It looks like the writers, when they first started writing this series, said, oh, yeah, you're given 60 minutes or 55 minutes, go write. And then at the last like month or so, they were like, you know what, your story is beautiful, but now we need to shrink it down to half an hour. 
So then it's like a lot of things got cut, a lot of nuances got killed. Everybody's possibly. like, That's okay, quite possible. Megatron, possible, yeah. Megatron went from being okay. I have a side now. I want to kill you, you fuckers. Oh, just because <laughs> you're you're you have a red envelope. Fuck you. Look, you know good job, saying? Frank Welker. <laughs> <laughs> oh please, I wouldn't even right. try. I love but Frank. I, I think it, I think the the problem is the writing. It's like they tried to be extraordinarily nuanced, but they didn't have enough time to do it. That, that, it definitely feels like something's been lost things. in there, yeah. But I mean, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. no, 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 and I'm I mean, not asking Joey because Joe. Uh, I already, yeah. Well, you saw, well, you saw Jetfire. Well, you saw Jetfire. I mean, like, I mean, this has nothing to do with. I don't know if the characters normally do this, but I mean, Jetfire was already like, I'm not a big fan of what you're doing here, Megatron. But like, you know, like not everything. He was, he was kind of forward, but you know. Um, what about but, uh, what about you, Ralph? Did you see it coming also? Yeah, Jetfire was the moment he's like. I didn't sign up for a genocide. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this guy. yeah but that was already by episode four. This guy right. Like, like, right, but like episode, me, well, episode yeah, one, once he cut off that, once he cut off his um, arm, I was like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were like, and that was episode one. I'm like, well, yeah, he's evidently not all for this right now, you know. Yeah. The other right. guy, though, who was the guy that, who was the guy that, that was helping them? Impact, Impact. was that Impactor? Like, yeah. his character, yeah, I mean, he just, you know, like, his was out of the blue because they just had him change sides, like, you know, in the story. Cause he's just like, yeah, I just wanted to better Cybertron. It's like, okay, I mean, yeah. we don't know anything and about then they you. Sure. Me to die, so I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna help out Ratchet. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the um, reason why I asked that is because I, I as as a Transformer watcher, and that's why I said for Joey not to to enter his his um input because I know in every iteration, Jetfire, aka Skyfire, has always been the traitor, always. So it's almost like you know, if you watch any Marvel movie, you know, okay. So and so's gonna betray this one. You know that. So oh, I was okay. wondering for, for my two non my two non Transformer guys, if that was evident or was it like okay, you know, I didn't see it coming. It kind of came later on. What were you okay. gonna say, Mike? Uh, no, I was just saying like getting back to things that aren't like you know like I said that heavy to the story like things that just also I'm like, why does it rain on their planet? Like their machines. Why don't they Well, I mean, but it's just it's just one of these things of like like planets evolve life form because they're suited to the planet. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, it would be like if our if like if we were just humans and Me? our Earth always just rained battery acid, it's like we wouldn't progress very far. As uh, you or know, maybe it's lived. not water. Maybe maybe it's, maybe it's, it's oil, oil. I it's guess. Lubricant. You know, I mean, you know, it was just so one of those going, things. Oh. But you but then they also had the rust right uh, storm area. You know. Yeah, you know. So that means it's, they're oxidizing, which is also a weird thing. It's like, well, you oxidize, but oh well. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's also like one of those things when they had that like. That weird memory sequence that Bumblebee had, and he he meets uh, Alpha Voltron because I'm like Alpha Tron. Like, <laughs> no, it was Alpha Voltron. Oh. <laughs> I know I know his name, but it was Alpha Voltron. But when he meets Alpha Jesus Voltron, God. and I'm like I'm like, why is that, there that grass? And why is there grass in this thing? I'm like, why would you have that, organic life? <laughs> you know, this that whole that whole sequence annoyed me. It's kind of yeah. like. Okay, fine. You had a protocol which all the all the knowledge gets transferred once the the the, the Autobot gets killed. But I was like, what's the point of the fucking Matrix? The whole point yeah. of the, the 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 Matrix of leadership, as being a Transformer fan, was that it contains all the knowledge in the past and this and that. Now it ha- now you have a spirit 
So what's the, the, the matrix of leadership? Of basically a metal saying, hi, I'm number one. Listen well, but, to me. but also they point out, they're like, yeah, we can, we made it so that the matrix of leadership wouldn't contain the knowledge. And I'm like, um, isn't that important That's... for leadership? Like to know your past so that you can launch towards the future i'm like yeah. that's what i'm saying like i'm like he's a horrible leader because i'm like yeah you make a lot of leading mistakes and i think i know why now <laughs> you know um but <laughs> there's also like all the knowledge is an ultra and also like other things that got me like again i'm just looking at the, the show and i'm like like how um they would show very often like all the the, the dead transformers like you know because they're for us visually for us they're just robots you know so like yeah right. a robot gets the arm blown off or you know they lose a torso even as a toy, you would like maybe keep it in your room until you're going to do something else with it. But like, they're their own people. So when you see there was this this room full of like, oh, no torso here and arms, I'm like, that would just be like someone leaving a human body parts all throughout their room, like and just and just walking around going like, yeah, these are all fallen people. I'm like, well, why don't you bury yeah, you them somewhere? <laughs> you yeah, but you, but you know who was traumatized, and I, and I feel like they did a really good job when Mirage disguised himself as the Decepticon. And they're saying, oh, yeah, you know, and he kind of takes a look at the yes. dead bodies around. Right. He's like, holy shit. But that's but that counteracts. Right. Counteracts but that's my whole point. Is that's, that's why I'm bringing it up. He reacts to that. And I'm like, I'm like, there's nothing but half robots sitting in the same space as all these people. And that doesn't bother you because that would be like half I, I, humans, I you know. I don't even want to get into the sparkless zombie. Yeah, I, well, I didn't even understand oh, that. I'm like, God. I'm like, so if they can exist without the, the spark, then how come all the other things don't come back to life? Then, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, doesn't that work that Just way? In this, no, but it's only in this special desert where we need an obstacle yeah. to overcome. Well, it, it just felt like, right I'm like, I'm like, Transformers, yeah. you really needed zombies, really. Really, <laughs> the zombies. The kids love I'm, them. Kids I'm, love them. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Kids love them. Here's what I'm saying. Visually, I liked it because oh, visually it was gave cool. me something. I gave it gave me something because, and this goes back to Joey and I watching the old Transformers. There was an episode where Prime died, and then years later he came back to life as a zombie. Creepiest fucking episode. I think I can remember from the Transformers to watch a, a Prime with a crack in his eye coming back to life, killing the Autobots. That's what it felt like. So I liked that feeling, but it didn't make any goddamn sense. Right. It had no not place at that, not at that moment, yeah. Right. But also, you mentioned Mirage, and I like like the first time we really get an introduction of Mirage is when he's doing the infiltration, and he's barely able to hold. They're like, oh, he's not be able to keep the illusion together. I'm like, it's an illusion on himself. The next scene after the illusion dies, he's fighting. He creates multiple images of himself. I'm like, you couldn't maintain the disguise of looking like someone else. But you can make other multiple images of yourself, and oh, as we saw later, hide the entire yes. this entire building. And I'm like, but you Thank couldn't you. maintain <laughs> the illusion of looking he, robot. He, you know, he took that five hour energy <laughs> and just went crazy. He's like, ha. Ah. Yeah, these are like I said. These are questions I had. Or like, um, they they were what's, what's the guy's name? Prowl. So when Prowl and yeah. Jetfire are talking, and, and Jetfire is like, hey, you know used to be on Praxis and the council there has some core override implant they can put into my head to blow it up so you can do that in case I deceive you. Now, all the other Autobots were like, what's this? But like, he's like, and that's fine. I mean, I, okay, they want to mention this is a history of another thing, but it's like, yeah, we're really ashamed of that. It's part of our dark past. He's like, ah, I didn't want to resort to putting this in. And I'm like, wait, it's part of your dark past, but you have one? <laughs> like, like, just in case yeah it was like the weirdest thing i'm like because none of the autobots even knew about it and i'm like so you kept it with you what you know the why? hell kind of person there, are you 
He looks at Optimus. He says, fuck with me. Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. Let me just rub your head and then screw this little thing in the back. <laughs> so before, before we end, I just want to make, I just want to mention, cause everybody's talking about the voice acting and you was mentioning before about the 19 year old son, like, um, Optimus, the original Peter Cullen and the original Peter, the original Optimus, who was Peter Cullen and the original Megatron, Frank Weller were at a, what? were at a galaxy con in Richmond in March of 2020. You can look it up on YouTube. They oh, cool. explain why they weren't the voices. And oh, wow. it's, it's Netflix way of undercutting the union of voice actors. Mm. They, they took these guys because they were basically cheaper. Yeah, well, and that, and he complains. He says the reason why you lose a lot of the emotion and everything is because the inflection that they've built they, over yeah. years to, to portray Optimus being forceful and doing this. I lost on these guys because they're just reading lines. They, they, they haven't become these characters. Right. So if you look it up on YouTube, that you get the explanation. I'm gonna check that out. And right, how messed up, how messed up, Netflix was by taking them that not even considering them as voice actors. Wow, very okay. interesting. Let me ask this question before we start kind of wrapping this up. It's a question I wanted to ask in the in the beginning. I'm gonna ask all three of you, being that Ralph watches some Transformers, Mike didn't really watch a lot, and Joe, you fucking yeah. own every Transformer there was. Between you and Noel, shout out to Noel. Fucking yeah. love Transformers. Um, is this show, good or bad, is this show accessible for the non-Transformer lover? Is it an accessible show, or do you have to know something? Oh, no, it's, you don't... it's definitely accessible. You don't really have to know anything about yeah. Transformers if you watch this. You won't yeah. even get any information about Transformers by watching this. <laughs> I was just about to say, like, yeah, it's, it's completely accessible. <laughs> I just don't know if you'll care. <laughs> you know? <laughs> This yeah, might actually I, I turn you it, off I, of Transformers. Yeah, seriously. It wow. might. I, I, yeah, because the first, it's just monologue after monologue. It's just like, yo, they're Transformers, they're robots, and they're CGI. Fight, I mean, shoot, explode. Just, just, just that first episode, the first, you know, scene where, um, where Bumblebee and and uh, and the other dude are, are surrounded. Wheeljack. Wheeljack by, yeah, by Wheeljack. the Flyers. Like that whole scene took like the whole episode pretty much, <laughs> and it's like during that whole time in a real one they would have had like at least six battles during that whole time, you know. And the, and the thing yeah, is, I mean, we got away quicker, and at least one yeah. transformation yeah. into a car yeah. and drop. <laughs> and the thing is, I mean, we're not here sitting like these rooms that have to be entertained in the cheap seats, but it's just like it is an action show. It's it, you know, it's like right. it, it would just be like That's like you know, the Adventures of Superman, and he does Sudoku the entire time. You just be <laughs> like, well. <laughs> <laughs> they took they took that Batman v Superman trying to be super emotional and poignant, and it's like God, you spent an hour and a half with Superman bitching. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of me buying an X Men comic when Claremont was on, and it was the talking episode. I'm like, I want to see fighting. <laughs> Why are you fucking talking? Why are we talking about relationships? Right? Who would call somebody? Twenty two pages of bubble. Talk about yeah, that. pretty much. Oh like, my god. Where are the images? Claremont's a genius, but yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, Anything no, else before great. we go to renaming the series and ratings? I, I just want to bring up one other thing. And again, this is just this is nothing deep, but it's like when they were going to the Sea of Rust and like they show up there. Evidently, this now this area they've already said like no Autobot has ever returned from it. And the Decepticons right. somehow mapped it out. But like so they evidently they so the Autobots know nothing about it. 
and so they they're at the sea of rust now and they're like and then um jetfire is like yeah look out for that lightning oh yeah and there's there's magnetic um tornadoes and i'm like <laughs> i'm like so you didn't want a briefing of this area you wanted to hear about the dangers as they occur like like, like it was just one of those things that like what kind and it's again optimism there i'm like what kind of leader are you like, tell me the only obstacles the my team is going to face you know only oh the God. best only the best all right gentlemen and gentlemen let's go for it renaming the series wow should i go first or please 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 oh, see, yeah, I figured. okay all right renaming the series i'm gonna call it transformers war of the gloomy bots wow. <laughs> i'm gonna call it transformers i can't watch it unless i'm distracted Oh, God. <laughs> Mike, um, I would call it Transformers Alt Right War for Cybertron. <laughs> it really was. It, it was a lot of their philosophies on the what to do with the downtrodden. <laughs> Keep them downtrodden. <laughs> Joey, to to transform or not to transform? I'm going to run everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> All right, so let's go for the second part, which is ratings for Transformers, War for Cybertron, Siege. Ralph. I give it two shits that I don't care. Damn. Out of ten? Wow. Out of ten shits? Yes. Yeah, remember, we got shits. Joey on. So you got to give the number. Make sure two out of ten. All right. Yeah, right? Save the walking uh, dead. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm actually going to give it a little bit higher. I'm going to give it four times the phrase until all or one has been overused out of 10. Yeah. I heard that one more time until all or one, like, shut the fuck up. How, and I love that phrase, but when you overuse it, it's not as useful. How is it that both sides have that same models? Like, what the fuck? But, that, right. but actually, but actually, no, that's like, well, it's the model of the Cybertrons, but that, but that is actually a great model because if you think about it, and especially with both sides saying it, it has very different meaning, or it, I'm sorry, it can have very different meanings. And I actually right. enjoy that. Depending you know. on what side you're on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like it was overused. Yeah, it was. Joey, I give it five. Uh, Autobots roll out and nah, I'm not gonna say. Out of ten. Yes. Okay. And last but not least, Mike. I'm going to take a quote out of place and call it four and a half. It doesn't feel right holding on to this thing after you saved me out of 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay, there we go. It was quite All a right. thing, huh? Yes. So there you have it. Transformers War for Cybertron Siege. Maybe it'll transform into a better series for the second part of the trilogy. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. Geeks on the go. Um, hello. Now with more snoring. <laughs> oh, All right. did Are you, you watch watching episode one and two again? He, he must have been watching episode seven, the hidden episode. Pretty much. <laughs> wow. Snore City. He's, he, no, it's suggested right after Iron Fist. <laughs> if you want something really exciting, Iron Fist season one. <laughs> boardrooms, boardrooms, and boardrooms. All right, know. all right, everybody. You know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. Quickish. And we've made it under, yeah. And we've made it under a minute recently. Joy wouldn't know because this is the episodes. Ralph's the hater now, Joe. Yeah. Just so you know. And, and, and goodness knows, adding a 
another person to this will really ensure that we'll get it under a minute. Exactly. Oh, of course. Yeah, but, but Ralph already sabotages us with two. With three, I, I'm not even fucking holding my breath. <laughs> what are you talking about sabotage? It's what not you sabotage. You got you to use that reverse thing and say, you know what? I know you're not going to make the minute. And, and also, like, you, and also you have to pronounce it properly like Bugs Bunny. It's sabotage. Sabotage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Does Mr. Freeze deserve his own standalone film? Mike. Sure, it's when he's a dad. It's called Freeze Pop. Wow. <laughs> oh, Ralph. I mean, a character with such a developed background, how could you not give him his own movie? You know, it's like, it's ridiculous. Joe? Ridiculous. As long as it ain't Schwarzenegger, freeze. There we go. Which, which 80s franchise <laughs> sucked in the movies, G.I. Joe or Transformers? Joe. G.I. Joe, because it actually was a Transformer movie. Wow, Mike. Why is there an or? They both sucked. Okay, Ralph. G.I. <laughs> Joe and then Transformers caught up. All right. If you were a Transformer, what vehicle machine would you change into, Ralph? Uh, the TARDIS. All right. Ooh. Joe. Uh, it's not a vehicle, but it'd be a dildo. And Mike. <laughs> the, lar- the large Hadron Collider. Oh, we made it! We made it! Thank you! Right. I would yeah. like to revise my nope, answer. It's not even me. <laughs> <laughs> I am running around. <laughs> yeah. and for, for those that for those that can't see him, running around is a challenge. Yes. <laughs> for both for both him and and his neighbors below him. He is very <laughs> winded right now. He almost tripped over like fourteen toys in a lane. I don't give a yeah exactly dad life dadlife.com. I think we but, registered a, a a shake on the Richter scale here. <laughs> wow! No, that was, that was, Damn. Brian's cat taking a shit. <laughs> wow, you called me by my name. Oh, it only took the end of the show. Oh, damn. <laughs> only That's took the, the end of the goes. show. That's the way it goes. All right, All shout right. outs. So, what are the shout outs, gentlemen? Anybody? Ralph, Mike, Joe? I would like to shout out Big Joey there. Thank you for coming on the show. You're it's awesome. Been too long. It's been a while, but I, I love all you. Yeah, I'd like to shout out the intern. <laughs> For not getting anything done, he was supposed to have gotten done. I still don't have a press pass to the New York Comic Con or a new intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it was funny. It was funny. The second I started applying for it, they were like, everybody started applying for it. They were, they were killing. I, Those I assholes can do it. <laughs> well, That's dude, what, it's funny. And now, we, and now, look, we no. Do you know what? We'll get press passes for this year's. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you guys want to come in, no. No, no, please. We'll, we'll pay you. <laughs> what's interesting is that, and I'll talk with the guys about it afterwards, there is a bunch of uh, girls that, uh, that Joey and I are friends with, and they got press passes. And I was like, oh Joe, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes. The horror girls? Wow. Yes. Holy cow, that's amazing. Yeah, I was like, yeah, and, and, and they're fun. Like, I got it Thursday, too. I'm like, I want to kick you down a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Sonia. I'm sorry. I really didn't want to kick you. Yes, I did. <laughs> sure, maybe. No, yeah. <laughs> um, Joey, any shout outs? Um, uh, shout out to, um, no, nobody. MFG. I mean, the shout out, MFG. The um, shout out to my favorite newscaster, MFT. Ah, I thought you were going to shout out Black because, Doom, but okay. Because it is the my favorite I guy. Shout out, 
I should shout. I should shout out Black Doom. I haven't heard him in ages. I miss Absolutely. him. Absolutely. I exactly. I agree. He's too, he's too busy painting uh, Dark Doom matters on. on <laughs> <laughs> I, I need him to make an appearance. Soon. Yes. Um. Shout out to my usual suspects, um, Johannes, who's not going to hear this until later on because he's on um, he's on social media sabbatical. Same Johannes, way. We miss you. He's um, in a social media out, cleanse. Right. Ooh. Shout out to. <laughs> we all should. <laughs> right. Shout out to South Carolina. Hope you're doing well. Shout out to Tinkerbell, who still keeps up, and which cracks me up. I'm like, ah, uh, Tinkerbell, you still keeping up? She, she's and tiny, I bet though. she and I bet she keeps up on Spotify. Right. <laughs> I'm just so happy we're on Spotify. You're welcome. As, I feel so as much, adult. As, I know. Thanks for the post, As opposed to like all the other um, venues that we're on that we feel like kids. They were one Spotify people pay for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish they paid us. It would be nice, but you know. Hey, maybe the next podcast we have. I don't know. Not next life. <laughs> so. I guess we're done for today. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, RT Square Off the Tech, and our favorite guest, Joe the Intern, this is the cat saying keep it geeky. Keep it geeky. Woo! Geepy. Later. Wow. Keep it geeky? Keep it geeky. Use your mouth. Use that mouth. <laughs>